It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. You are on Sunshine, and it's Beck and Giselle hanging out with you. Faith. Faith. Faithful. Fridays? Tell me more. And joining us today for Faithful Fridays, it is the one and only Phil Ears. Now, you'll know his voice because he brings us uh, through Growing Strong Marriages on a Tuesday. Phil, how are you going? Going great. Going great. And great to be here with you guys. Now, we've got you in for a Faithful Friday story. We've heard this before, Mm. and we couldn't believe it. So we wanted you to come in and share that. Okay. All right. Where does this uh, story start? Well, I guess if talking about um, the journey that I had uh, have with God, I started actually at about 12 years of age. Uh, my mum uh, had a pretty powerful encounter with God. It was in the days of the charismatic renewal. And so for the, some of the people listening, they'll remember those days in the Catholic Church and the Anglican Church. And there was a powerful move of God in that season across the churches. And I was about 11 years of age. Uh, and my mum had been deeply touched by God and had found a new faith and and uh, and my dad as well together uh, but it was it was not long after that where i had been hit by a car on leach highway at the school I was a part of in Fremantle and it was a gr- it 's a great school um, i don 't know if I can say what school it is <laughs> over the news there radio anyway but love my school and and growing up there was part of the cross country sport team and running and so on. Anyway, we were taken to um, an area opposite some netball courts and we were crossing over the road, the main highway. And when I when we went to cross over, my class had gone across, but as my custom was, I was actually talking to someone else, which I shouldn't have been doing, <laughs> lost concentration. The teachers had actually restricted then the kids from anyone from moving and the cars had been allowed to come through so that they we could clear traffic. I instinctively turned around and realized my class had gone and I just turned and ran and got through the teacher, obviously, and came straight into, head on into a car. I sort of turned and the car hit me from behind and threw me uh, from the, off to the side of the road. And and, uh, the next thing I remember was waking up in an ambulance being strapped down and held down. So how fast were the cars? uh, Probably 60, 70 kilometers an hour they were coming through on that, on that area of highway and so it was pretty traumatic to my body and and the experience but what happened was I went to the hospital um, and what happened what they told me was I was operated on for eight hours because I'd had hemorrhaged internal bleeding in the stomach and needed the blood drained immediately Uh, and it was at the same time mum and dad came in and a friend of theirs who was leading at that time a prayer meeting uh, in one of the local churches, he he came in and um, he prayed for me. He laid his hands on me and prayed for me. And uh, so I kind of had that happen. On most of that, I was unconscious or comatose. I don't know what you would right. you would use. But I remember waking up the next uh, period of time, probably a couple of hours after they'd been in and prayed for me. Mm. And uh, I remember waking up and terrified because I had all these machines on. Mm. There was no one actually in the room at that moment. And I had all these monitoring things. I had a catheter I could feel going into my bladder, which was a bit awkward and weird. And I had I was strapped to the bed and I'm thinking, I'm going to die. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> so all I could think in that moment was, God, please don't let me die. If you're real... I'm just asking you right now, don't let me die. I don't want to die. And and I was freaked out. And I can remember in that experience, this feeling of 
love and peace just cradling me. If, if, if I was to give a word picture, I would say like a babe, a baby who's being picked up in their mother's arms and comforted and nurtured. Mm. I felt like in that moment when I called out to God, and I didn't know God. I didn't yeah. really know who he was. I'd only seen in my mum this transformation. I'd seen a sense of something pretty powerful happening in her life. But And I guess that triggered me to say, God, if you're there, help. And when I, when I called out, it was this incredible enveloping experience of peace and love. Wow. And um, that started me in that moment. Now, I remember looking across the room in the hospital bed, from the hospital bed, looking at the wall, just a white wall. But it was kind of like I could see another dimension or an awareness woke in me, something that I could perceive and comprehend that I can't explain, but I knew that there was a heaven. I knew that God was real. I knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt. In fact, all the fear of dying left. Wow. I was not afraid to oh, die. You cried out to God, said, God, like, I don't yeah. want to die. Uh, and then you had that moment of, would you say absolute peace or? Yeah. Yeah, yep. peace. Uh, felt I felt deeply loved. What so, was the extent of your injuries at that point? So I had hemorrhaging, uh, internal hemorrhaging, which had to be drained, and they'd put they'd immediately drained that, and so they, they operated on me for eight hours for wow. that. It was a substantial operation, and then after that, um, uh, they told me I had a broken pelvis. My pelvis was snapped, wow, uh, and had been impacted from behind and clean break wow. so that was why they were keeping me really still and not moving and so I was strapped into the bed also my knees and legs were bruised I was very concerned about my um, private parts yeah. as to the damage and what had taken place um, I now have four kids so praise God that's all good <laughs> um, but that was that was the extent of the damage wow. and it was pretty significant the next day I remember being told uh, that uh, this minister had come and prayed for me and um, beautiful man of God who I got to know later he prayed for me then so within the next day after the operation I felt uh, like this surge of energy that's the only way I could explain it and I would say now looking back what had happened was my body had an accelerated rapid healing experience as this minister prayed for me because the next day after the operation I felt so good I asked the nurse and the doctors, can I get out of bed? I think I'm okay. I don't have any problem. I mean, I've got a broken pelvis and you don't, you don't, you know, when, you, when you've had a serious break like that, you don't sort of react generally in that way. Yeah. But I felt so energized. And so I think they allowed me one day and then the next day I was in their face because I'm the sort of kid who's into everything and, you know, like I'm a pain in the... A pain in, in, the, in the neck. neck. <laughs> in the neck, that's the right word. Pain in the neck as a kid because of energy. And, but I felt so energized. And so the nurse in the end said, okay, I'm just going to loosen this and, and uh, you can just try and move in the bed. But you won't be able to because there's so much pain. You need to understand. Anyway, so she just loosened it and I was able to move without pain. Wow. In that moment. It's a very short period of time after the accident. And then so they took the thing off. I slid out of bed. And I remember walking across from the bed to the window on the wall, looking out the window, looking at South Fremantle football oval. <laughs> and there was a footy game on. I still remember it because I'm, I'm an old East or a Sharks fan. And, and so, so I remember that. Then I, I walked back to the bed, laid down, 
and I think went to sleep. And then I got up again later. Within the next day, the doctor came in, the nurse, without much explanation. In fact, I remember the nurse being so in shock that she was she was just like no looking. Words. No words. It was so funny. And, and then when... When I was able to get up, within a day and a half after examination, them feeling like I was well and truly able to handle myself, they sent me home. Whoa. In fact, the amazing thing was I got back to school, I think, before my teacher. Because my teacher, he was so traumatized from what had happened. One of his kids got hit by a car. He had to go and leave for emotional trauma. Wow. <laughs> and I'm back at school. That week, so here's the, and here is the reason I know that it was a deep, powerful miracle is that week we went on a school camp and I went to the school camp. The first part of that camp, we walked 10 kilometers as a school. Uh, we had a hike. We had to go 10 kilometer and they said, you know, you can stay here. No, I'm, I want to go. Yeah. I'm walking. My teacher, who was just back at school for the camp, he walked the whole way asking me, how did, how come you're back? What's yeah. going on? I wow. saw what happened. We talked all the way. And at the end of that end of that hike was a boy's shoulder fight kind of wrestle, which we don't do anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was all boys on shoulders. Uh, I was the jockey. So I sat on another guy's shoulders because I wasn't a huge frame. A little bit different to now. I'm a bit bigger. <laughs> but I was very fairly small for my age. And I sat on his shoulders and we ended up winning. The shoulder fights. And how and long was that from when you got hit by the car? That to was when... that was less than a week. That's ridiculous. Less than one week. So I, I know that when God says in the Word of God that He heals, He heals people. He's still healing people today. And I, since then, one of the most passionate and des, uh, passionate desires I have in my heart is that I can get the joy and the privilege of praying for people who are sick. And I just encourage anyone who's out there who, who needs a miracle and needs healing don't give up on God because he loves you and you know who knows this day could be the day you experience his power that's awesome thank you so much Phil Ayres joining us for Faithful Fridays if you miss any of this you can catch up again sunshine.com.au we really hoped you enjoyed that chat it has been Sunshine's Beck and Gazeel I think I enjoyed it more the second time it was good that's a nice taste in my mouth we'll see you from three